Evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Witching Hour. I'm your host, John Roisland, and tonight I'm going to be giving you my two cents on the 2020 release of Becky. Directed by Jonathan Malott and Carrie Mernion, who brought us Cooties back in 2014. Becky stars Kevin James as Dominic. Kevin James, as you all know from uh, King of Queens back in the back in his early day, and then of course pretty much everything else that Adam Sandler has made over the last 10-12 years. Co-starring opposite of Kevin is the young Lulu Wilson, who you might recognize from Annabelle Creation, and of course the towering Robert Maylett as Apex from Sherlock. The Sherlock Holmes movie, 300, and of course, the Strain TV series. Now, the movie runs an hour and 40 minutes and is labeled as a thriller. Well, it is. It is just that. I'm not going to try and emphasize that the movie is a horror film. I first saw the trailer and was actually very intrigued with the description of a home invasion and then I saw Kevin James, and I was about to walk away from it. And then I finished the trailer, and I watched his performance. Kevin James does a really, really good job with this. Kind of weird that he does Adam Sandler comedy films, because Adam Sandler himself, in my opinion, does brilliant work in serious roles. Well, this... For Kevin James, he nailed it. He has the tone of, well, as you were a kid growing up, there were certain ways perhaps maybe your father would talk to you that just scared the living shit right out of you as a kid. You knew if you crossed that final line, you were in for a world of trouble. Well, Kevin James nails this role from start to finish. I just wish that they had possibly utilized that a little bit more in the film. But I'll get back to that. So the basis of the story is Kevin James and Robert are escaped convicts. Aryan Brotherhood kind of funny to see Kevin James uh, with a giant swastika on the back of his bald head but sure enough there it was um, anyhow escape violent convicts whereas Becky and her father Becky's mother passed some time ago was very ill and they are doing a weekend getaway back to, I guess you could call it, their uh, their second home, their cabin on the water, so to speak. Well, they get there, and to their surprise, I shouldn't say their surprise, her surprise, a car pulls in behind them. And lo and behold, it is her father's new fiancé and young son. Now, Becky is 13 years old dealing with a lot of emotions, still missing her mom, very angsty, has a lot of attitude, uh, 
and has quite the little resting bitch face to go with everything. So she pretty much takes off immediately, runs out back, hides out in her little tree fort at, yes, 13 years old, is hiding in her tree fort. Well, there is a knock at the door while she's outside, and it's Kevin James. Escape convicts show up at the same house, knocking on the door. Hey, can you help me find my dog? My dog's loose in the area. And then the next thing you know, a couple other of his escaped cons have surrounded the house and have now taken over. Well, they are there. They are looking for a key that somehow they knew was buried in the basement of that house in a little tin. I'll get back to that also. So, there's a little bit of violence, a little bit of smacking around. They uh, get a hold of Becky, find out that she is not with the family, that she's out in the woods. Long story short. Um, take old dad downstairs, take him out to a fire pit. And uh, let's just say they smack him around. There might be a, you know, a little bonfire going that they utilize a, you know, a fire poker and maybe it kind of smacks him in the face once or twice. So... There's a little bit of torture going on for old dad trying to lure Becky back in because apparently she knows where this little lost key is that the boys are looking for. So, Becky kind of makes her presence known. And then all of a sudden she kind of goes MacGyver slash Rambo. And systematically takes one, maybe two of... Kevin James's men out. Now, don't get me wrong, and I'm trying not to put any spoilers out into the film. It is a very enjoyable film, and I've already given high praise to Kevin James. I did mention that I wish they had utilized his newly found dark, hidden acting talent. And when I say utilize it some more, they could have gotten rid of probably everybody else in the movie and just used him. He was that creepy, that dark, that power that he possessed in this role that he kind of commanded and demanded respect, res demanded that you listened and watched him. But it kind of fell a little bit short in my opinion. Now, when I think of home invasion movies, obviously, I think back to the likes of, let's just say, something along the lines of Last House on the Left. Now, there were younger children in this movie, so I am glad that they didn't utilize any rape scenes. And they didn't. Sorry. Spoiler. Um, but I do think that they could have gone a little bit heavier on some of the violence. Now, some of my cohorts disagree with me on that and to each their own. Some people think that certain scenes in the movie were over the top and were done beautifully. I agree they were done quite well. 
I don't think they were quite as extreme as they could have been. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's a good movie. I do hope that everybody gives it a shot. People are already talking in speculations of a sequel. You know, a follow-through probably on <laughs> Becky Gone Wild, so to speak. And, I don't know, she comes back in ten years to visit her family's old house in the woods and probably has a hockey mask and shit. I don't know. I don't know how far it could go. Um, my biggest setback with the movie. Now, this is not a spoiler, but this is a hole in the film. I mentioned that the family shows up at the house and then Kevin James shows up knocking on the door with the story of, can you help me find my dog? That's how he gained entrance to the house. Well, how did he know to go to that house? How did he know that this item that he's looking for just happens to be in a tin in the basement in that house? Because they show him going right down to the basement, moving certain bricks out of the wall and reaching into the bricks and pulling out the box and shit, it's empty. But Becky has it in another little box out in her tree fort. So, lo and behold, there's the giant loophole. And I even discussed this with, with fellow horror enthusiasts that have viewed the movie. And I wanted to double check. And I, I've, I, I verified. And I asked them, did I miss something at the beginning where they had, you know, an early flashback? Kevin James's family or friends or his Aryan brother brotherhood, you know, picked this house or something. It just left it wide open to why this house? You know, he could have easily have just broken out of jail, ran to McDonald's and gone in a walk-in cooler and said, hey, I'm missing a key and I know it's here. It It didn't really matter, I guess, because the movie did carry on. And maybe it was just dumb luck that he happened to have shown up and that there was something of value there that he wanted. I don't know. Becky's a good movie. I do hope that you guys enjoy it. I hope that you guys give it a shot. And I hope that you guys see what I saw in Kevin James. A lot of people give him a hard time for riding on Adam Sandler's coattail. Meh, you know what? If I was getting the paychecks that he was, I would be doing the same thing. But I actually enjoy his, his work. I think he's a likable guy. He's a guy's guy. Just one of the guys. Um, he really surprised me with this role. And I think that he deserves the credit for it. And I hope that he gets it. I hope the movie does well. I'm not bashing it. Like I said, I just think that there could have been a couple more added. And I think the storyline itself just has a couple little loopholes. If that stuff had been filled in, to me, my personal opinion, which doesn't mean shit outside of my mind, could have probably been a great, great movie. But it is what it is. 2020. Check Becky out. I know it's for rent online. Uh, however else, whatever 
media sites you can grab it to, grab it, give it a watch. I think uh, somebody said Hulu or Amazon or some shit like that, I think they're renting it for $4. It's worth the watch. For $4, it's definitely worth checking out. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you've enjoyed my two cents worth, whoever might end up listening to this. Check Becky out. Please help support House of Tortured Souls, Instagram, Twitter, and obviously Facebook. Check out us. Check us out on anchorfm.com. Look for all of our other pod episodes, interviews with Billy Pond, interviews with horror punk band Calabrese, David Howard Thornton, Art the Clown. The list goes on. Hope you've enjoyed this. This is John. Keep it evil. Thanks for joining me on The Witching Hour. You have been listening to a House of Tortured Souls production.